0: Welcome to episode number nine of the Mastering Marriage Podcast, where our goal is to strengthen, unite, and restore your marriage. Hi, everybody. My name is Amanda Taylor. And together with my husband, David, we are the co-founders of MendOurMarriage.com. And our goal is to break the back of divorce by bringing married couples together to be accountable, keep the passion alive, and expose the hidden issues that try to rip marriages apart. And we are back in the booth. Here again with me, Amanda Taylor, and my co-host, my man, and my husband, David Taylor.
1: (laughs) D-T-Z-H-B-Z. That's me. Hey guys, welcome back. Now, uh, first I want to say thank you for all of the support that we've been receiving on social media. Thank you um, so much. Yeah, thank you. We was on, we were, we just was on an interview yesterday. Uh, that was fun. Exciting. Exciting. Um, and yeah, we've been getting members to the site, so that's really great. Uh, so thank you. Secondly, I would like to let you guys know that we're going to switch it up a little bit for today's episode. So I hope that's okay. We may or may not answer a question today, okay? It just depends on how long this episode lasts, but we may not get to a listener-submitted question. Don't worry. We're going to still answer questions. We just want to see what happens when we change things up, just slightly. And today, I actually have a topic that we're going to be discussing uh, and I'm pretty excited about it. What What you think, babe? You 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 good? You You all in?
0: Yeah, I'm all in. Let's go.
1: <laughs> so, so we're gonna discuss a topic because here's the theory behind switching it up a little bit. Is I know that when you say, for instance, on Facebook, you see us post a podcast, and the first thing you're gonna read is the title, and if that title is something that does not interest you, or the question rather is something that does not interest you, or you may already have information about it like the answer to the question, you may not listen to the show. And I don't want to segment all of the thousands and thousands of people that are out there that are married that need advice and help in their marriages. So we figured, let's switch it up and see what happens. Uh, so today we're going to do a topical show. Does that, that makes sense? Not a topical like a, something you put on your skin, <laughs> but a show on a particular topic. And today we're going to talk about emotional intimacy. But before we get started, I'd like to let you know that this episode, episode number nine, is brought to you on behalf of MendOurMarriage.com, and uh, we have a wealth of information on that site. We have a uh, we have a couple of different membership packages, and we have an event coming up. And, babe, talk, t- t- tell us, tell a the listeners what the name of the event is.
0: Well, the name of the event is pretty much going to be. Drum roll, please.
1: Okay. It's going to be
0: Couples Fitness and Spouse You.
1: Spouse You.
0: Yes.
1: That's, that's hot. Now, tell people a little bit about what Spouse You means.
0: Well, Spouse You is basically Spouse University. Yes. That's where we are going to become students of our spouses.
1: Ooh, and you know, you put a post out today that just rocked everybody's world. And really? I think it just motivated us to change, you know, maybe the course of what we're going to do for the event coming up in October. you know. Yeah. and, and
0: I, I think that people are really looking forward to
1: it. Yeah, that. Spouse You sounds nice. It's, it's tasty. I, I tasty. got to taste a little bit, a little after Slavin, Yeah, a little bit. But anyway, um, now that we got that part out of the way, let's dive right into the concept, content because I have a lot to discuss. And Mandy, hopefully you go, you're go going to bring some stuff to the table because we about to dive deep. I always You got do. your scuba gear? Now this is not planned by the way guys So we're just going to sometimes go off the dome And go off a little bit of the notes But we're going to just dive in So let's talk about emotional intimacy within the confines of a marriage The term emotional intimacy may be foreign to some Especially men Okay, I'll just start there Because most men aren't used to Being in touch with their emotions Right? Now women, y'all are easier around this topic, right? It's easy for you to get in touch with your emotions. Emotions.
0: Yes, I, I believe that, yes. Uh, for the most part, um, women are a little bit more emotionally in touch with, uh, I with say, their inside. I would
1: say a lot a bit more. <laughs> I, I was raised around three of y'all, and I, I knew that, you know, I, I couldn't fit in with y'all because, you know, I, I can't just tap into those emotional... Uh, pools like, like y'all have. So, mm-hmm. But anyway, we're going to talk about emotional intimacy for both men and women. Now, let me start by saying this. Marriage is supposed to not just bring two people closer. Get this, baby. Mm-hmm. Marriage is supposed to make two people one.
0: That's right.
1: That's some crazy math. One it plus really one is. equals one. How does that work?
0: (laughs) In the world of marriage, it just does.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Now, so, but, so everything we talk about, I want you to at least keep that point in mind that marriage is supposed to make two people one. It's like welding two pieces of metal together.
0: Exactly. Or clay.
1: Or clay, but check this out. I don't know if you've ever been in like, Home ec shop in in middle or high school back in the day they probably don't do it now but you know when you get to weld two pieces of metal together the part that's welded actually is the strongest part of the metal mm. yeah it's it's like actually back in the day when they used to make swords what they would do is they would dip the sword in the hot you know fire and, and the coals and then they would bring it out and they would pound it and you know they would what were they were doing was they were spreading those molecules so that the strong the the metal in the sword was stronger. And, and that's the whole concept of marriage, is it's mm-hmm. welding two people together. Now, now, obviously, oh, thank you, baby, I appreciate that. <laughs> now, obviously, when you do that, though, you know, there's going to be a lot of conflict and issues that come up. So, and one of those things is intimacy. Now, when we use the word intimacy, most of us think about what? Sex. Sex, yeah. Oh, you got a little hype. You got excited. You want to no, pause no, this? No, you got We're going to handle it. <laughs> okay, let's stop. Anyway, I got a little so, bit, because we worked so out together weird. today and that kind of Got my, cause you had some pheromones in the room, and I was like, okay, okay, let me um, get back to the podcast. Emotional
0: intimacy,
1: (laughs) but see, see what happened. We think of intimacy (laughs) most of the time. We think of physical intimacy, and so, but there's many different types of intimacy, right? There's spiritual intimacy, relationship or relational intimacy, physical intimacy, emotional intimacy. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so especially for men, we need to make sure that we have this concept under wraps. Now. I'll say it this way. Often when we get married, we get married with clogged pipes.
0: And what exactly does that
1: mean, David? <laughs> well, think about, you know, when you ever had one of those moments when you was on the toilet and a little too much went down and it clogged the pipe. And so every, there was a lot of back overflow. you Wow, tried to,
0: you went there, huh? I'm just saying,
1: think of a clogged pipe like that. It or, makes sense or, what you're Or here's I'm another saying. one. Cause you, my, my wife is natural for y'all that don't know. And so natural women have a higher propensity of having a lot of extra hair all over the place. Sometimes I think they're spiders, but they, they look curly cute. <laughs> I wake waking up like, that. Is that a spider? But it's a hair. But anyway, like when, you, when you're washing your hair or you're in the sink and, you, you know, your sink is starting to drain a little slower, it's because it's clogged and it may have an extra residue inside.
0: Exactly.
1: I.e., the hair that, you know, you shed so often. But anyway, just <laughs> and often we bring those issues, our past issues, To our marriage. And what happens if you look at your marriage like a pipe and you look at all those past issues as potential things that can clog the marriage up, that's what happens. We bring our drama, we bring our trauma, we bring our past pain, we bring our, our perceptions, our realities, our truths, our beliefs, our religious beliefs, our family upbringings. We bring all of that with us to the marriage and that often serves as a blockage to the progress of the marriage. You know, to the
0: process it, of becoming one.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. That's that's so true, baby. Because if, if my issues are in my way of connecting to you, I can't connect to you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And if I want to stay on my side of the street with my own past baggage mm-hmm. and my own past behaviors and yeah. culture, and I'm not ready to merge that with my spouse, Ooh. then we cannot become one. And we're going
1: to talk about that oh, in a minute. Oh, this is going to get juicy because that's good. You're jumping ahead. Oh. And it, but it's good. I told y'all we didn't we didn't script <laughs> this. <laughs> but think about this: when 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 my issues are at the forefront of my marriage, they become the focus of my marriage. So let's say I had a past traumatic experience, and let's say you know like what which happened to me was you know my mom and dad divorced when we were young, and let's say that affected my mentality or perception of marriage. Then when I get married, I will carry those beliefs with me. And they then become the focus of how I present myself within the confines of the marriage. You get it? Yeah. That make sense? Cool, cool. So, he, now, I say this to my clients all the time. And they'd be like, what the heck are you talking about, Dave? Well, they don't call me Dave. but You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I say this. Remember that your spouse is your mirror. And with enough time, they will reflect. they will reflect back to you all of who you are. You got that? Mm,
0: that's really good. You're going to have to break that down for
1: everybody. <laughs> well, okay. So you're, you're, so imagine you are a mirror. And whenever I look at you, mm-hmm. I see me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like in the morning when you go in the mirror and you're doing your hair. Exactly. And often we negate the fact that our spouses will reflect and refract back to us all of who we are mm-hmm. throughout the course of the marriage. So often when I, whenever I have an issue with you, it's usually because it's something in me that I'm seeing in you.
0: Right. And, or, it's, yeah. and it's really important to know because I know some people may refute that saying that that's not true. But it may not be the exact same thing. Yeah. But it's the attributes or certain characteristics of that behavior yes. or action.
1: Exactly. Good That
0: that you may share that's or you good. may be seeing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or temperaments, mannerisms, mindsets. Um, But, yeah, you're right. It may not always be 100% the case. But the overwhelming majority of the time, it is the case. And when I say overwhelming majority, it's like up in the 90 percentile. (laughs) um, But but here's the thing. If you really want to be seen, like if you really want to be exposed, get married. (laughs) Like if you want all your junk to be out eventually, get married. Because your spouse will do that for you eventually.
0: And when we say junk out, we mean... Outside of your heart, outside of you know your
1: or your no hidden place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside of your heart, the yes. deeper things, the deep recesses of your soul. Your the skeletons that's if in your you closet. Want those
0: things to be you let want, out.
1: Then get married out the bag because marriage will expose those things. Exactly. Now let's talk about that though, because I believe most people realize that most people know that they are showing their spouse their true colors. And then they hide that. And when or they, they
0: try to. Or they
1: try to hide that. They try to hide that. And see, emotional intimacy is all about becoming vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I said that word right. Wow. You did. Good it's, job, baby. It's all about becoming vulnerable. <laughs> like, like, you can't hide from your spouse. Right. If you hide from your spouse, it serves as a blockage. And the more blockages you have, the less likely you guys are going to become one. So, just keep that in mind. Emotional intimacy is all about becoming vulnerable because you cannot hide things from your spouse. If you do, eventually they're going to be reflected back to you and they will serve as distractions in your marriage. What do you think think about that, baby?
0: And I think that's why it's really important just going back that you become a student of your spouse and that you, you know, really get to know them and their intentions, their hearts, Yes. And you know why they do what they do. Yes. Because you have to build that trust You know, in order, you know, to move forward in that. In order to become, in order to be um, comfortable with being vulnerable, you have to really trust somebody. And
1: here's the thing. Here's where I think Mandy and I ran into an impasse early on in our marriage. I don't believe Mandy fully trusted my capabilities of protecting her emotional well-being. Because I started off the relationship like a life coach. And so like hands on, let's fix this. Why do you think this way? You know, all these questions. And I believe it kind of caused Mandy to, and you can speak for yourself, but I Mm -hmm. believe personally it caused you to kind of go back into your shell, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and become more self-preserving.
0: Yeah, I, I, I know that I did, um, because I, I believe in the beginning of our relationship, I wasn't fully being myself, because mm. I felt like I had to perform Jesus. for David, I felt like I had to, you know, be a certain way, because he was challenging me in so many areas, because he does have a counseling background, and so he was <laughs> trying to help, but I but, just didn't
1: do it the right way.
0: Yeah, it, it was more of a coach instead of a husband, or a companion, a lover. I wasn't
1: patient, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, yeah. so...
1: That's good. That's good. See, and so, so so consider this. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you exposed your soul to your spouse? I'm going to pause there. Think about that. Have you exposed your soul to your spouse? Now, if the answer is no, I want you to ask yourself why.
0: Well, let's take a second, though, and, and explain what the soul is. Okay. That's your well, mind, your will, and your
1: emotions. Yeah, and, and actually, let's take a step... Along the lines of what mandy said and and I'll even give you some things to ask or to consider whether or not you're exposed. Have you exposed your past traumas to your spouse? Have you told them uh if you were molested sexually or emotionally or you know abused or physically abused or if you were raped or if you if you incurred any type of major traumatic situation that affected? who you are and your childhood if it's stuck with you have you exposed that to your spouse do they know would you you about to say something about go on in <laughs>
0: <laughs> well what i was going to say was i've heard people respond to that statement with well they don't need to know all of those mm. things well if you look deeper, yes, go deep, baby. If you look deeper, then those types of issues, if you really haven't been healed, if you really haven't let those things go, can creep into your bedroom. Yes. oh my
1: gosh, they will they creep will into creep your into bedroom. your
0: bedroom mm-hmm. they will they, they will creep into your conversations like if you're having if you're engaging in healthy conflict with your spouse, so you all are you know maybe you both are disagreeing on something. Mm-hmm. But in order to get to that, you know, in order to get to a consensus or an yeah. agreement on it, you have to get through that conflict. Yeah. But instead of doing that in a healthy manner, you get, you know, defensive oh and my rejected, yeah. Yeah. and you get really super angry because yeah. you, you know, you are feeling like the person is attacking you. Yeah. And a lot of times that's deeply rooted from your past
1: yes. trauma. If you have not been healed from your past trauma, they will affect your worldview they will There's, it's not an option if you have not healed from your past trauma those issues in some form or fashion will affect your worldview
0: exactly they, if, they will and if you know if you are still in unforgiveness of the mm. person or people who caused yeah. you that trauma yeah. um you know it's then you're you're really not healed you're not yeah. healed yeah. you're yeah. not healed and
1: that's a blockage that's going to serve as a blockage that's going to affect your ability to become one Exactly. Good stuff, baby. Good stuff. Have you exposed your past mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. What about any type of financial issues that you had in the past? Have you exposed that to your spouse? Mm -hmm. You know, have you made poor decisions that has maybe led to a legal issue and that's affected your career outlook or anything? Have you talked about, have you, have you had a child out of wedlock with someone else? way back years ago, or maybe had an abortion, right? Anything. Have you, have you talked about any of your past mistakes? And, 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 and these are things to consider because these things often creep up in future situations. They may look different, but once you peel back the layers, it's that issue or that trauma or that drama rearing its ugly head again. Right. Let me ask you another one, and this is not just to you, baby, but just to people. Have you exposed your past habits? One of the most uncomfortable conversations that I had to have with my spouse, with my wife, with Mandy, Blair, was uh, the concept of pornography. Mm-hmm. And I know early on in our marriage, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I think we even talked about this prior to marriage when we was engaged. Right. Um, but, but my habits of pornography. Mm-hmm. And that was a very uncomfortable Conversation because nobody knew about that. Nobody knew about that habit that I had, exactly. and what what because the issue that I had was okay. If I tell her, then she's going to automatically assume that in future situations I'll probably still have that issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and Mandy did the same thing. She exposed that part to me, mm-hmm. and I thought that was very noble. But have you done that with your spouse? What about cigarettes or drinking or drugs or spending habits? Mm-hmm. What about any type of uh, unhealthy habit that you're keeping hidden. Have you exposed that part of your soul to your spouse? That's good. Yeah, I need you to think about that because if not, these are the issues, these are the gaps that cause blockages. And if we take the sword analogy again, I got that I talked about at the top of the show. Whenever a swordsmith or a blacksmith was wielding or developing a sword. Like I said, he would stick that metal into this hot. He would stick the metal into the hot uh, coals in the fire, and he would pull it out, and the metal would be like an orange reddish color. And then what he would do is he would look on. He would look very closely on this sword for the the black. There would be small black dots. And what he would do is, if he saw these small black dots, is he would take this hammer, this heavy hammer, and he would hammer those black dots because those black dots represented the places or the gaps where the molecules did not bond appropriately. Mm-hmm. So those were the weak points of the sword. Mm-hmm. And the blacksmith did not want the sword to break on the person that was going to be wielding it in battle. Because if you in battle and your sword break, it's a wrap. So imagine how many people are married today mm-hmm. and they're walking around with those black spots black spot. on their sword. Mm. These gaps in the molecules that's supposed to be mended. Uh-oh, mend our marriage. <laughs> They're supposed to be mended, but they aren't mended because they have not been taken out of the fire and hammered enough. Mm. And discussed enough. And yes. talked about. We keep it hidden. We want to keep our weak points. Well, guess what? In the heat of the battle, when it's really necessary, your sword may break. And that's, that's why that's we have good. divorces, right? That's why so many people are getting divorces because they have weak spots and they don't have a strong enough weapon to protect their marriage.
0: A strategy, yeah.
1: I was preaching for a second you just for myself. You went I just in. was going to wipe my own forehead because wow. I started. Eat water, offering, what are we taking? <laughs> let, me <stop. laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. But you really want to think about that. You really want to think about have you exposed your soul to your spouse? Okay, let's move on. Think about this. Your insecurities will keep you hidden. Mm. Yeah. They, they will absolutely keep you hidden. Now, you can't expect to fully love if you're limited by your insecurities. And yes, your securities are limitations. They're liabilities. They don't add value to you. Protecting them makes you feel like you're adding value to yourself because, guess what? Nobody gets to see these things, these issues. Mm-hmm. But what they're really doing is debilitating you. They're slowing you down in the race. And mm-hmm. if you hide your insecurities or hide behind them, mm-hmm. then you can't fully love. It's just impossible. Right. Yeah. Because love, remember, the defin- what's the definition of love, baby? It's
0: to give. To give.
1: Okay. Yeah. And really, it means to give all of who you are and all of what you have.
0: All of
1: me. Sing it, baby. Sing <laughs> it. You know what I mean? And so you can't fully love if you continue to protect your inadequacies. And that's especially for men, because guess what men we want to be seen as masculine, we want to be seen as strong as competent, we want our wives to to look at us and and just and just fall out uh, out of you know just because they love us so much and they're just so enamored, and we don't want to show our wives that we have areas that are weak
0: right and then and the thing is you know the opposite is true, you know when you are confident enough and brave enough to expose those things. That's really showing true strength. Mm. And then also think about it like this: when you have insecurities and you expose those to your spouse, those may be, in more than likely, in most cases, be their strength.
1: Oh gosh, I was just about to say that. That He's was gonna say it. my goodness, baby. You preaching? Let me dab your forehead. Come here, give me that forehead. Ooh, let me dab it. Ooh. I like your forehead. <laughs> that's a good bolder. So that's off <laughs> of what's that off of? Shrek. Off the of <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got distracted. But totally. No, but, but I'm speechless because that's so good. C- consider this. The f- the more you protect, you, I can't get it out. Baby, you just you just knocked me off my feet. I got so hyped. I'm turned up. Let me turn down a little bit. just to, <laughs> Okay, let me try this again. Think about this, though. The more you protect you, the more you disrupt your spouse's ability to become your helpmeet. Mm. And you have to trust the process of marriage. If you guys were brought together, if God you know, or danger, marriage, or however you want to see it, you have the trust there's a reason that this person is the closest person to you. Mm -hmm. And my inadequacies are my wife's strengths. Mm -hmm. But if I walk around like I don't have any inadequacies, I'm blunting or blocking her ability to truly reach her potential in the relationship. That is so, I mean, you got to catch that.
0: And if you know everything and got everything together, why did you get married?
1: Yeah then there's no, re- no reason to have a help meet. Right. Now, I understand you want to be completely whole before you get yes, married. Yes, exactly. But the reality of it is, <laughs> most of us don't get married completely whole. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I-, I haven't met a whole person in marriage. hmm And maybe it's designed that way. Maybe, like, you know, we need Christ, and maybe we need our spouses because there are areas in our lives that because we're so busy trying to, you know, be someone we're not, we can't see our own issues. hmm And our mirror or our spouse will show us the areas in our lives that we need to fix and change. That's right. Right. Because how else am I going to really reach my true potential if Mm -hmm. I don't have something showing me what I am doing wrong and what I need to attain? Mm -hmm. You know, and so. So, yeah, if you if you walk around hiding all of your inadequacies and your insecurities, you're stopping your partner's ability to really truly become who they really are supposed to be in the relationship. That's good. You gotta chew on that nugget, cause that's that's a thick one right there. That'll <laughs> okay, that'll get you okay, stopped okay, up okay. for a while. So now
0: we
1: don't want to stop. You we up. don't want to stop you up. That'll
0: free you. That'll free.
1: <laughs> now, God. now, now. I understand that in about twenty minutes, I dumped a lot on you. So I want you to, if you need to go back and listen to this, listen to this again, okay? But I want to give you some steps towards developing emotional intimacy, okay? So all my brothers, all my ladies out there, I'm gonna give you six steps. Six steps towards developing emotional intimacy. And let me see. Maybe we'll have time for the question. Will we? Maybe Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. It depends. I may go ham again. All right. So check this out. <laughs> Here's step number one towards establishing emotional intimacy. Here's what I want you to do. Okay? Because I'm not going to give you just a bunch of head knowledge, but I'll give you tangible tools to do. Step number one is change your mindset about being vulnerable with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Literally change it. If it's something negative, if it's something that's counterproductive towards the goal of marriage, I need you to change your mindset. So if you walk into a a, a wedding or marriage thinking that you don't have to be vulnerable or the past is just the past and you don't have to share it with your spouse, then that's going to serve as a blockage Mm -hmm. and that's going to interfere with your ability to be who you are and their ability to be who they are. Mm -hmm. And so change that mindset, challenge it. Yes, you need to be vulnerable. You need to be emotionally intimate with your spouse, not just physical. Right. Sex is not going to save your marriage. No. no. It's not. Because if
0: something happens that you can be physically yeah, intimate. Exactly. What else will you have? What else will you
1: have? You got to have something deeper. And that's where the emotion, emotional intimacy and is. And spiritual. And spiritual. Oh, we ain't get to that one yet. We're going to have to do it part We're gonna two. We're going to have to have a whole podcast. Yes, Lord. Well. Yes, Lord. Yeah, we will. We really will. Now, here's step number two. Establish a household rule. That states this, okay? This is the rule.
0: What's the rule, baby? This is
1: now, and and I want you guys to use this rule, okay? This is the rule. You give your spouse permission to be vulnerable, okay? And that you also will protect them and their trust in you at all times and at all costs.
0: You need to write that down and put that
1: on the wall. Put it on the wall, tattoo it on your armpit, whatever you got to I'm sorry, armpit. Let's on your little, armpit. It's a little painful, but <laughs> it just came out. You snap. Yeah. But seriously, I'm going to say this rule again. The rule is this. You give or I give my, my spouse permission to be vulnerable, and I will protect them and their trust in me at all times and at all costs. That means that when, in the heat of the battle, when there's a conflict and you're arguing, you cannot, you cannot use their inadequacies as a weapon against them. You cannot, because that will completely destroy trust. Yes. So you have to protect it and you have to make that vow. Okay? You hear me? Y'all on on a treadmill, at work, wherever y'all at, listen, take notes. Seriously. You got it. That's a vow that you got to take. Step number three is this. And this is, now I'm going to challenge you. We're taking it a step deeper. Let's go. I want you to develop an insecurity list. Mm. Mm, you ain't think I was gonna say that, did you? Mm. Develop an insecurity list where you list your top five insecurities, and don't act like you ain't got five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, top three, whatever. It can but be you...
0: insecurity or fear that those kind
1: of go hand. Fears in hand. or insecurities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for clearing that up, baby. That's why. See, that's why you might help me because I could. I could just say stuff and yeah, thank you, baby. Oh Thank you. But anyway, what? develop a list of your top five fears slash insecurities okay once you do that i want you to schedule a time actually two different times to meet with your spouse to discuss your list now here's the deal you're going to schedule a time to meet with your spouse to discuss your list they're going to schedule a time to meet with you to discuss their list so there's two different meetings but both of you guys are going to develop a list and schedule a time to discuss your list Okay.
0: Exactly. And to, and I think that's a good idea to schedule two different times yeah. because you both can prepare mentally. Exactly. Um, spiritually and emotionally yes. to either be vulnerable mm-hmm. while you're sharing your list mm. or to be a support while they're sharing, um, yeah you that's know, good. for your spouse while they're sharing theirs.
1: That's really good. And in that way they have enough time. You're not gonna rush it. You know, hour may not be enough. You know. So that way one meeting for them, one meeting for you. Exactly. Step number four is this. Oh, I'm sorry. Step number five is this. Give your list to your spouse in advance. So let's say you say next Tuesday we're going to sit down and have a family meeting where we're going to discuss your list. Then you give your list to your spouse. I want, I want to say a week in advance. I really want to say that. But if, it, if you can't do it a week in advance, make sure that it's not the day before because you want to give your spouse enough time to look over that list and if they have any questions to develop questions or any thoughts or feelings to write those down. But you want to give your spouse your list. And then the last step is just simply to meet with your spouse to discuss your list. Now, here's the rules of engagement. Okay, after one, when you meet. You can we me-
0: go back to number yeah. five? Yeah, go back did. to number five. Um, so when your spouse gives you their list, um, take that time to meditate over that and to pray over that mm-hmm. list. And that way you can be prepared with some affirmations to give them. Ooh, that's good. Some prayers to pray over them. That's and good. to just agree with them that, you know, you are in support of them and that you're going to, you know, help them to be strong yeah. with overcoming those insecurities and fears.
1: That's good because you can use this in the meeting with your spouse. Exactly. And, the, and, that, and that was going to be part of the rules engagement. So I'm glad you brought that up. I, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's, it's to make sure that you are affirming your spouse, your partner, and you are giving them adequate time to be heard, understood, and affirmed. OK, exactly. so you're going to be listening. You're going to ask questions, but not judgmental questions. not why did you questions? Make sure that you ask the right question because you asked the wrong question. You get the wrong answer. So but that that's it. Those those are the six steps towards developing emotional intimacy. It's going to take some time. It's going to take you taking the risk of exposing yourself. Right.
0: Exactly. And spouses that are receiving this information, you're going to be the um, student of your spouse. For yes. That session. Yes. And so, yeah, and, and
1: this is all about be, helping you to become a better student of your spouse. Exactly. Because you're going to learn some information about them that you probably wish you wouldn't have known. You know, and so you're going to have to be able to take that information and do the right thing with it.
0: Right. And be supportive and be objective supportive and, and objective and positive.
1: and positive. Exactly. Those are good things. So, so guys, um you know what? I, I think I'm going to go ahead and end the show, or at least end this part here. Um, we're at, we're over thirty minutes, so we uh, will
0: make sure to answer another question oh yeah, from yeah. Monday show. We got y'all most definitely.
1: But here's the thing: I want to hear y'all, y'all's feedback about this type of show. I want to know was this information tangible? Did it help you guys? What did you guys receive out of it? Um, please let us know. You know, you can leave us a review. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, you can leave us a rating as well, because we like to continue to get ratings. Um, but also send us messages. Email us. Let us know. You know how to get in touch with us on Facebook or, you know, on uh, email. But you can find us. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything else, baby? You got anything else you want to say? I
0: think that's about it. If you're in the um, Orlando, Florida area, yes. you want to come out to our event on October 18th. Oh, we, here about, to in Orlando. we about to kick your butts. We about to kick
1: y'all butts. Y'all gonna be sweating. Come see us. Y'all gonna be sweating. Oh my gosh. You're gonna oh, as, so, as you, it's gonna be so. Espouse you. It's so funny go.
0: because I have a lot of people that comment on the videos. Oh, that's gonna lead to sex. Oh, that's gonna do this. And y'all okay. gonna be too Go ahead for... and do this workout. All you right. ain't gonna want to have sex. Nothing.
1: <laughs> and we're gonna be laughing. You're gonna be asleep. Because you're gonna be like like we were today.
0: Dreaming about my sex. My
1: legs wobbly. But anyway, anyway, but. You know, guys, we appreciate your time. Again, please leave us a comment or a review on iTunes. Um, Share this with everybody you know, okay? And um, until next time, you'll you'll hear back from us on what, Monday? Monday. All right, y'all, on Monday. We out, y'all.
0: Deuce, deuce.
1: Deuces.